Now boarding for Rebuild of Joycast, your weekly destination for anime, manga, and more. Everyone, put down your Arceus Legends. There's a podcast that needs to be recorded. How's it going, Val? How's it going, Pretty Stina? good. Stina's still here, by the way, audience. We took a week off, and she still hasn't left. I'm surprised at that, to be honest. I just, I guess I live here now or something. She handcuffed herself to the, one of the, the handbars on the train. She will not leave. <laughs> she made a huge scene, from what I hear. Yep, yep. <laughs> made the news. You probably, you probably saw it on the news in England, honestly. It got kind of violent. Big international news. <laughs> She's a threat in all countries now. She's banned from on the public no transit. List. The no, the no train list. <laughs> She's been banished and sentenced to stay in your house forever. Oh man! Oh no! Shoot! Oh no! That would be awful! Oh no! <laughs> but yeah, uh, a big thing happened in between weeks. Ah, uh, Val, you finally got to announce, and it premiered that you were in Tribe Nine. Yeah. From the craters of Danganronpa. Yeah. You know who I always think of when Danganronpa comes up? Ivan Man. Yes, because it's his entire personality. (laughs) It's impossible not to at this point. It's definitely a huge factor. Dude lives right behind Bang Zoom. You gotta get him on the freaking podcast. Mm. He does. I'm I'm more so... When I found that out, because we were talking about it, he was like, oh yeah, I live right across the street. I'm pretty sure we're talking about it. And it was, I was like, how the fuck are you not in there? He doesn't take enough classes. He took like one class. He's like, yeah. Because he's good. He's good. He's good, but... That's, we definitely gotta have a podcast about that. The voice acting, how you know, like mm. talent is great, but you gotta show up. They got, they gotta know you exist, bro. <laughs> <laughs> a bridge parodies will not get you cast. Yeah. Ow, she hit me. <laughs> I was talking. We're not. We had a rule about not talking about a bridging on this podcast, and she just smacked me. She smacked him with the baka hammer. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So today we are going to discuss. The Crunchyroll Anime Awards. Because, oh boy, are they even doing a show this year? I've heard nothing about the show. I feel like they finally... Have they finally given up? The last time they did it, they had like a VTube model. They know. They're they're very self-aware how cringe they are. And it's like... It's like half the funniest thing ever, and it's half the cringiest thing ever. It's like... We can't find a good balance. Like, one or the other. Pick one, please. I've never watched the show before. Like... There was one year where they hit a sweet spot where they did a live look with the... I think it was before the pandemic where they mm. actually had a very, like, well-paced show. Like, it was very subdued and relaxed. And and they got Anitubers to do announcements. I said, there we oh, go. sick. That's the way to do it. And then the pandemic happened and undid everything. They went back to being cringe. Great. But, uh, no, but, but speaking of which, but every year it seems like their nominees improve. But this year is a bit of a head-scratcher because this year was stacked <laughs> for good anime. Uh-oh, this, all Jujutsu Kaisen. I mean, for nominees, yeah, but if it wasn't Jujutsu Kaisen or Demon Slayer, it was going to be My Hero Academia. <laughs> speaking of which, how far we have fallen. Was Jujutsu Kaisen 2021, not 2020? It's 2021. Damn. Ain't that crazy? It must have at least run in 2021, you know? I know, it feels like 2020 was last year. Yeah, I feel like I lost so much time. I blinked to 2021 past, and it feels like 2020 was three years. <laughs> 2021 was... Uh, 2021 and 2020 were both really productive years for me, actually. Yeah, 2020 was it. great for me, even though it was so bad. Like, personally, I grew a lot as a person, but mm. who needs that? <laughs> yeah, we need money. Yeah, I didn't get rich, so who cares? <laughs> All right. So in terms of the nominees, um, I think we would just I think we just go down this list and just like 
give our thoughts, man. I don't think this is going to take too long. Because like I said, it's interesting because it was a very stacked year. But in terms of what they offered for nominees, they kept it to a very small group of anime. And I think that was for good reason, because even though this was a good year for anime, and a lot of good anime, the great ones were too great. Hmm. Like, why? How? In, in my eyes, it's a slapboxing match between Ranking of Kings and Odd Taxi. Hmm. Like, why did, why did anyone else bother showing up? But if you're shown in trash, <laughs> you would say that about Attack on Titan... Final season part one. How do I vote for myself in best dub voice actor? Next year. You're 2022 anime. You're yep, next yep. year, Val. Don't worry. I will I will write you in the ballot next year. Hell yeah. Oh, he won't need a write. We'll, we'll have enough influence next year. They'll, they'll consult with us. <laughs> well, then we should probably stop talking shit about them being cringe. Um, no, they know, but they know. They know they're cringe. They love it. Good. They're That's cringe and they're also... They're cringe and they're also free. So um. they know. They know. <laughs> In in the anime uh, of the year, I'm genuinely surprised on Taxi isn't there because as you as I'm pretty sure you both know that was something that no one was talking about. Yes, I'm shocked. I loved it. I loved it. You saw me posting about it. Somebody in the in the boardroom when they were doing this is a real one because nobody watched Odd Taxi, and Odd Taxi would Odd be Taxi. the best. You were there. You were there for movie night. You just, we watched you, it? Yeah, you just glazed over. <laughs> you and Sam glazed over. Ugh, because because yeah, I will say, because the right. reason why Odd Taxi will not be the number one for me is because its pilot episode sucks. Yeah. It's a yeah. shitty, it has a shitty pilot episode. Well, I should say that's that's very tough. It's not shitty, it's just not great. It not doesn't good. grip. Like, that's the thing. It if doesn't I was your there attention. and I don't remember it, like, that's... I mean, yeah. The I mean, rest... I don't remember a lot of things, but that makes me sad. The rest <laughs> of the series is really different from the pilot, mm. and the and the rest of the season is way better. It's a, but but you you need the pilot. It's the setup. The problem is it's nothing but setup. It's like, it's 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 nothing but slow burn that first episode. Have you guys talked about this on the show before? A taxi? taxi? Yeah. I think we've we given a briefly. brief shout out. Give me a really brief synopsis. So Odd Taxi is about in a world of anthropomorphic animals. Yes. And there's a taxi driver. And basically the whole wait, episode wait, 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 is wait, him Ivan, just... Does Tina care about spoilers? We'll get to there. We'll, 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 we'll spoil it at the very end. I'll I wanna, forget I wanna everything. Set up. So. I want to set it up. So this taxi driver, he's a walrus. And he just and the first episode is him just driving a bunch of people. And, and all these people seem like they're very separate. And it's just like, oh, this is anthology. That he just drives certain people, he learns their life story. Oh, like Midnight Diner. And we learn a little bit about him. And then it just snowballs, rolls, and all these stories begin to coalesce and become one. Mm. It's 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 a it's um it's a Shane Black film. Literally, the finale takes place during Christmas. It's a fucking Shane Black film. This and, and this is this is the thing I said. We watched this during movie night on our um Discord chat, which is available to all our patrons, and we watched most of the se series. And I and I remarked that this feels like someone's failed Hollywood script, and they said, mm. "Okay, I got this great, a great Shane Black parody." I do remember you saying, "Yes, that. I, we I have this great Shane Black parody, mm. but no one wants to pick it up for a series because Paramount Plus hasn't started yet. People aren't <laughs> that desperate for content just yet. Mm. I, where can I sell this? And and it feels like, oh, by the way, the studio that did this is Oriental Light and Magic, the creators of Pokemon anime." Berserk, the Golden Age Saga in Inazuma 11. Great fucking studio. So to see them doing something original is wonderful. But like I said, so this guy has a script that is like, all right, how do I sell this? 
hey, this funny little kid's Japanese studio, you want this script? Sure, but all the characters have to be animals now. <laughs> they feel like they're humans, but the one quality is like, it, it's not Zootopia. People say, oh, it's like Zootopia, like a darker Zootopia. It's not Zootopia. Nope, that's Beastars. There's nothing, there has nothing to do with them being animals other than the fact that they look like animals. And then, spoilers, we learn that the taxi driver himself has a brain, like he has, he has so much trauma mm. that he sees people as animals. And, oh! and, and they're actually real people. Oh, that's fucking cool. And it's fucking rad. They actually spoiled that, you know, in a music video for the opening, which I love. <laughs> yeah, that's the funny. Opening. But no, but the, the, I remember there's a part where he talks to the doctor, mm. and the doctor goes, how can you, like, he he could tell what people looked like from behind the mm. taxi driver in photographs, and he goes, how can you tell? He goes, oh, look, he's so distinct. He looks like a monkey. And he's like, uh-uh. And it's a very, it's a very blinking you miss it moment. And this happens, like, in yeah. the middle of the series. And at the very end, they reveal that they're all people. And it's like, wow. All right. <laughs> but, but I know, spoilers aside, this is still an amazing series. Please give it a watch. If you can't... I'll give it another go. If you can't, a movie's coming out. A recap movie. Mm -hmm. Where they're going to condense it all into a film. Like an OVA. With a dish... Yeah. Additional scenes, I'm gonna, I'm probably gonna watch. I, I, we should do another movie night of that. No, I would be down to do a movie night. That'll be perfect. And I will stay awake. <laughs> yeah, we should do that. But anyways, we're getting off track because we haven't even named the the, the nominees. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but that's odd to everyone. That's odd. Here. That's odd taxi. The nominees are very stacked here. We have Attack on Titan, the final season, part mm. one. People complained. I thought it was incredible. Uh, odd taxi. Sunny boy. I only saw one episode. I wish I watched more. It was another original. It takes place in kids. They get transported to a pocket dimension. Their high school gets transported to a pocket dimension. They all have powers. Oh. The soundtrack, I know. Yeah. I The soundtrack is amazing. We'll get to that. Yeah. Sunny Boy is amazing. I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, this might be Science Saru. I should probably look it this It looks up. really pretty. It's not. Just it's from not. What it reminds me of Science Saru, but I guess it's not. But it definitely Mad a good House. director, though. Madhouse. Oh, Madhouse. Where have you been? <laughs> uh, Shingo Natsume. Uh, oh, he worked on Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Yeah, oh, and, and Space well, Dandy. Go. And Space Dandy. And One Punch Man. Yeah. Oh, the, the good legend. The good One Punch Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, that yeah, this guy's a legend. So, yeah, I definitely need to give that a fair shake. Otherwise, uh, Ranking of Kings, that's anime of the year. There will be no... Hands there will down. be no argument. Jujutsu Kaisen. Which, if it wins, host is gonna rip us a new asshole. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> it's not gonna win. I, I'm sorry. This list is too stacked. It specifically states Core Two, so it must have ran from 2020 to 2021. Oh. But the only anime on this list that uh, I have nothing, I have minimal knowledge of, is 86. Garnt talks a lot about this one. Uh, it's a mech. It, apparently, it's a very good mech anime. Hmm. And I'm like, fuck, I'm, I, I need some mech in my life, man. Val, I know you're going to talk about mech later, but I have never seen, from what I can remember, a single mech anime in my life except Code Geass, which in my mind no. does not count. Okay, what's your recommendation, Stina. Val? What? Go watch what? Big O. Big O? Oh, okay, yeah, Big, Big O. Big O's, um, that's from the creator. That's the same people that did Giant Robo. Oh, awesome. okay. And, they, and the studio did, like, Batman shit, and you see a lot of, like, you know, the 90s Batman feel. It, it, it's basically Japanese Batman with a giant mm. robot. It's sick. It's uh, it's animated on black paper, so I get huh. horny for it immediately. <laughs> 
Um, but I feel no. like a fake weeb girl. Like you can't be a weeb without seeing at least one mech anime. You, you know? can also see Gurren Lagann. I love Gurren Lagann, but it's one of the things. Gurren Lagann. I watched. I watched the first half. I and don't. Then I yeah, it. Exactly. Everyone has. I don't think Gurren Lagann has aged well. No. I don't think it's aged. I. I again, anyone. It's Yoko's I, fault. Blame Yoko. A, anyone who <laughs> want. Anyone who like asked me if they, if they should watch Gurren Lagann, I go watch the first like eight episodes until spoiler moment, and then watch the finale. I could I, I could really give a damn about the middle. I would disagree, but I understand why people because anyone who is aware of how old Yoko is and how much they do use her for fan service, it, it, it's it's weird. She's the original like it's anime. Just a whole lot of YouTube tit. Girl. I'm not very much girl. You know what I mean? Like she's a boy bee. Otherwise, my recommendation for mech anime is, and I know Gundam fans are gonna uh, crucify me for it, is Iron Blooded Orphans. Uh, I yeah. love it. It's Metal Gear Solid freaking uh, Peace Walker with kids starting their own kid freaking nation on Mars and they have a robot to defend themselves and they start doing business. I think I did a awesome. fan dub of this forever ago but didn't actually watch We the did the abridge. Yeah, we have an abridge on our- No, um, no, it wasn't that one. On it was four. like an actual fan dub. That's crazy, but yeah, yeah uh, um, for our bridge series, we have an abridge. We have we have a three-part abridge movie, mm. um, of, oh, yeah. of of the of the opening episodes of um, Iron Blooded Orphans on our Patreon. Stina, don't watch Iron Blooded Orphans. I'm Just gonna watch, watch Iron fucking, Blooded Orphans. Uh, no, no, no. You gotta watch Universal Century. That that goes from like original Gundam to like. Uh Origins. I see, now it, have three gets, mechs on my plate. It, 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 see, God, the original Gundam gets really freaking convoluted. I, mm. I watched Thunderbolt, though. I watched the Thunderbolt movie. That's sick. Thunderbolt movies. Listen, just, listen. Thunderbolt I just, just need an cool. introduction. Basically, like, if you want a, sli a, a watch that feels nice and smooth and slick, Iron Blooded Orphans. But if you want to watch a classic, Big O. I'll do both. I'll do those two. I'll watch the classic because it's like the, you know, the, the framework and then I'll watch Iron-Blooded Orphans. I made a mistake with a friend very recently and decided that his first mecha anime, and it, it was naive of me. Even I was like, afterwards, I was like, why did I choose this to introduce him to a mecha anime? I chose Eureka 7, which is a personal oh, favorite of mine. I started but... watching that one. Um... I, I watched part of that and I got really lost really fast. <laughs> so I just kind of... No, it's a, it, it uses a lot of jargon in-universe stuff that, like... It, it, it's one of those shows that really tries to flesh out what's going on with its own, like, in-universe jargon and history and shit. Go watch Big O. Big O is fucking cool. Big O is fucking cool, Steiner. Ignore Iron-Blooded Orphans. Otherwise, for the audience also listening who wants mech recommendations, if you want a modern... Uh, mech to enjoy. S S S S S S S S S S S S Gridman. Is pretty sick. That's so many S's. If you want, if you want mechs with a with a Power Rangers feel, there's a there's a name for the genre. I just can't think of it because I'm problematic. Tokusatsu. Tokusatsu. No, Tokusatsu is just. I mean, I think that's the general term. That's that. Those are more like the Lone Rider with the helmet. That is Power Rangers. That is Power Rangers. That's Sniper King. Uh, what what is like the Japanese Power Rangers that they love with like the beetle head and everything? Sentai. Uh, maybe, maybe. No, it's um. What what's the specific name? Common Rider. Oh, you want the specific show? Yeah, Common Rider. Um. Ultraman. Yeah, that, that's it's stuff like I think Tokusatsu stuff like Kamen Rider and everything. God, we're getting we're getting we're getting a freaking uh, who's the creator of uh, Evangelion? Hideki Hideki Kamiya. No, no, that's someone else. It's Ano. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it is. He's doing a Shin Ultraman. It's Hideki Kamiya again. <laughs> oh, he's a he's Capcom or something or um. Yeah. Platinum. He's Platinum. Beautiful Joe and shit. Yeah. You're getting really off topic, and <laughs> we and we are also off topic. Back to the awards though. Ranking King's gonna take it home. 
Yeah, right. I think we're all yeah. in agreement ranking of kings. It needs to. It really deserves to. Why? Literally listen to any time we talk about ranking of kings on this podcast. Like, for reference, audience. Ugh. We adore this so... Although, I'm going to be honest, Val, the episode two weeks ago got me a little worried. Yep. There was a bit of yeah. a drop in quality. Mm, mm, no, you're not wrong. We talking about the one with the big dog fight? Yeah. There yeah. was a drop yeah. in that quality. Was really disappointing. I was getting concerned. I was like, yeah, like, are we running out of budget? I think maybe they, they had a different director or something. Mm. Oh, best boy. Vote for best boy. I, I, I won't say. But I, I understand what you mean. I was like really watching. I was like, hmm. It, it doesn't feel bad. I think the animation is still really consistent. It's just not grabbing me in the way that it would. Yeah, but this week's episode brought it right back. Yeah. They, they they were going extra on the expressions this mm -hmm. week. Mm -hmm. No, they were. I, I know what you mean, though, about like maybe it being a different director and yeah, last week's episode really didn't do it for me. Yeah, but we still got like, I think we still got like eight episodes left. Oh, my, my point on Odd Taxi, I don't feel like no one watched it. It just felt like no one watched it when it initially came out. Yes, that, that's the truth because it, it, it took influencers to get it on the radar. I watched it I watched it week to week and then, and, and no one gave yeah, it Yeah, but if you want the itself. true power of anime anituber influencers, they made, uh, they're the one that got Odd Taxi on here, on this ballot. They they got they got mm. the attention brought to it. Yeah, for but sure. yeah, we're all we're all agreement ranking of kings. We're, there's there's no right in for us. It's odd taxi of kings. would be my second pick if ranking of kings yes, was here. Yes, taxi. If it wasn't for ranking of kings, it would be odd taxi. The rest aren't even close. But I definitely want to give Attack on Titan some due credit. Hmm. This thing, the the marketing, they're trying to get the normies on track. And like it's a modern epic, and I'm like, it kind of is. Like I can't, I can't. They they're not lying. It's a modern epic. This this feels like the biggest fucking thing going on right now. Attack on Titan is this generation's Full Metal Alchemist. I'm gonna yes. be honest. Yeah, like this 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 is an event. Like I mean, this is this is Game of Thrones. This is Lost. This is a big thing for anime going down right now. And it's been going for it's been going for well. Well, it has been. It took a long break. <laughs> it's been going for nine years. Like oh yeah, long God. ass break. But it's taken them nine years to yeah, get. Yeah, because point. this is because I mean a credit to Wit and uh, Mappa who's taken over now. This series it was a bitch to animate. This was a lot mm. of fucking work. I don't blame Wit for being like, nah, we're done. We've I don't blame Wit one bit. I mean, I mean, look what we got. We got ranking of kings. They 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 get, they sold Attack on Titan so we could have ranking of kings. Good trade. <laughs> yeah. God mm. bless. Hell yeah, I'm happy for it. I still, I, I get your complaints about like people complaining about animation and everything, but it's one of those things where I think it's a case of Wit did it, but it's also like, yeah, but Wit were literally killing themselves over it. Yeah, I like, like, tr absolute troopers for sticking has how long that they did. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, let's, let's move on. Let's move on to, uh, Best someone, Boy. Cena brought Best Boy. I Again, literally don't know any like, of these except for three. Let, let, let me read the nominees so first. Them, let yes. me read Shut the up. nominees first before we get off the track here. Okay. So we have. Senku from Dr. Stone, which I go, Crunchyroll produces Dr. Stone. They just had to get one in there. <laughs> Crunchyroll was like, oh man, we backed the wrong shows this year. Um, but to its credit though, Dr. Stone, Dr. Stone season two was actually an improvement on season one. Mm. Um, Izumi, Miyamura, and Horimiya. Um, I didn't watch Horimiya, but I, a lot of people talk very, high, very highly of Horimiya. That's a, um, that, that's a romance anime. Mm -hmm. Oh. Basically, it's about, like, two students. They kind of live, like, double lives. Like, 
when this one kid looks all prim and proper at school, but after school, he's covered in piercings, his hair's all messy, hmm. and the other girl, like, thinks she has it together, but she really doesn't. And, 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 and it's a good... Most anime have very tropey romance, romance, yeah, yeah. romance things where there's a harem and a lot of tension. In this one, they stick to the main two. It's it, The whole show is just their romance. That sounds mm. like my love story. Like, yeah. I, they, they, they stick to one. Well, I well, am well, here my, for that. My love story is a comedy, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They, they it's a, a hardcore that's comedy. A, that's, a, that's a gag anime. But it's so good. This like, one, this one, they take... I, I've heard Horror Mirror actually takes itself seriously. Yeah. I'd, I'd like to see that. A serious romance, which I guess is very rare. I don't oh, watch yeah. a lot of romantic anime, but I've heard that's rare. It, it kind of went out of style in, like, the 90s when harem anime became way more popular. Yeah. Like, in the 90s, it was all, like, J-drama level shit, you know? Okay, Otokawa from Odd Taxi. Mm. He's a top runner. I love Otokawa. This is the guy that sees everyone as Again, mm. but the motherfucker Boji from Ranking of Kings <laughs> steals the freaking show it. again. That's the boy. The only crime that Odd Taxi ever committed was was having a weak pilot and going up against Ranking of Kings. I feel so bad. <laughs> but don't worry, there, there is bad an award I want to give it. Odd Taxi. But we're getting there. But otherwise, I actually want to say... I do know about Haramiya, and I knew that it was about kids leading double life, but I had no idea that he was like, I don't know, skater boy, tattoo, piercings kid, because the only scenes I've ever seen anyone share of it take place in the school. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, next is, uh, then we have two boys from Tokyo, uh, a show full of boys. Draken and Mikey from Tokyo Revengers. Did you watch Tokyo Revengers? I never watched no. Tokyo Revengers. Everyone I know watches Tokyo Revengers. Everyone except I for know watches. Yes, right. <laughs> everyone. Except I did for you. not watch it. Yeah. Yeah, but I like this circle. It? Like everyone oh we God, know watches, let's but our watch circle Tokyo doesn't. Tokyo Revengers. I, I, I've been told we have to. I'm more inclined to read it. I'm gonna say I hmm. haven't seen any of it. Like I've heard good things, but the last time I talked about Tokyo Revengers, we were talking about manga sales during Saturday Jump, and Tokyo Revengers was like the only thing that was selling, <laughs> while all the other manga co were taking vacations because they were getting overworked, and, and and Demon Slayer ended, and Jujutsu Kaisen went on hiatus, and Chainsaw Man ended, and literally there was nothing happening. So that's why shit like Doron got fucking slipped mm. through the cracks. Leave him alone. He's he, he might bring it back. I, I I actually have faith that that author might be able to bring it back when he's like been told, yeah, we'll, we'll keep you, and then he'll actually put in the work. I agree. Uh, but yeah, best boy. It's not an argument. Boyji. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. I don't even know who Ken. Well, I don't like tattoos. I don't like that kid with the fucking tattoos on the side of his head. Ew. Fucking he can't be Boji, buried in a Jewish like... cemetery. I agree. For Boji, <laughs> the thing is for. A protagonist to have that much presence without speaking a fucking word. Yes. Well, I want to get on top of a, a, a main character with disabilities, and it's not a it's not a gimmick. Yeah. It's no. not. Uh, it's not for diversity's sake. It just he just has a disability and he rocks it. Well, and it approaches the actual discrimination. It's not like a. Yeah, it know? doesn't shy from it. It, 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 it. it this thing has its cake and eats it too. Mm. He faces discrimination and he also experience a great deal of kindness people who are very actively interested in learning sign language and being a part of his world i just it's incredible and the fact that have we seen it i think this is what i really respect about it it's never been used as a direct strength it's not like it's not like the lazy the lazy trophy that i now call it like my hero academia uh mashal uh Black Clover, where your character has a metaphorical disability, where there's a world full of power and they don't have that power. This one, he ha he has that, but he also has an actual literal disability, and they don't shy away from it. They handle it with care. They handle it with res 
respectfully and and it just makes him more unique on top of it it's never it goes, it goes, oh my 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 deafness is my freaking and my muteness is my fucking power no it never is that's just that's just part of his personality it's an actual disability he lives with it's a I flavor it's that... a fl it's a flavor of, of of his characterization yeah and he struggles he struggles and succeeds with it but it he never it's never a tool for success i appreciated the moment in the series where uh the other prince um Blondie. I'll just call him Blondie for now. I'm having that. Mo I'm having Despa? that thing where I can't no, remember no, no, no. words. His no, brother. the other prince. Oh, Dada. Dada. When he's Dida. going through, when Dida, he's like, yeah. you know, Dida. Thank you. Where he's like, you know, being all like, oh, this darkness. It's so bullshit. Oh my god, is this how Boji lives every goddamn day? <laughs> yes. Japan Amazing. handles diversity so much better, like when they actually choose to approach it. Yeah, in it, fiction, I feel like. Yeah, when when they when they when they sit down and want to have a frank discussion about it, they can do it. Yeah, like yes, it takes it's, them a long time. It, to it's get too there. bad. It's too bad as a society. Too bad as a society, they can't. It's because they don't bang pots and pans in their writing and be like, look at this guy. This is like the whole point of this. This is what it is and everything. They just kind of like you know point it out. Well, the them. thing is like. Their youngest generation is going through the same kind of cultural revolution we are, and it's just starting to show in their media now, and that makes me very fucking excited. But otherwise, yeah, we've I think we've set our pace on yep. place on a boy G yeah, boy of the year. Amazing. Um Best Girl. This is the this is the one I am the least qualified for. I literally could only say Nobara Kukisaki because I've at least watched about seventeen or eighteen episodes of Jujutsu Kaisen. I've only I know Fruba, I've only so. watched I've only watched the first core of Jujutsu Kaisen. I've not seen the second core, and I know I'm that's where she pops core. off. Yeah. Um, I I I literally have no horse in this battle. Uh, I want to watch Wonder Egg Priority, but Brendan said it went to shit. Well, spoiler alert, the answer is Toru Honda from Fruits Basket, so... Yeah, I mean, is, that the, is that the one voiced by Laura Bailey? Or it was in the original, did she come back? She came back. Okay, then yes. Then that's, the one I'm gonna, <laughs> that's the one I'm gonna get, but no, let's go through the list here. We have Vladelena Melize from uh, 86, Toru Honda from Fruits Basket, Nobura Kugisaki from Jujutsu Kaisen, Sarasa Watanabe from Kageke Shoujo, uh, Shoko Komi from Komi Can't Communicate. I be, I think that's gonna be the winner. That I think that's cute. That's gonna be that's gonna be the mainstream winner. And then Ioto from One Direct Priority. She's the only one I'm familiar with because I watched one episode and I didn't continue because everyone said it went to shit and wasn't worth investing, mm. which is very unfortunate. Uh, I watched the first couple episodes of it, and it, the first episode is like really like out of this world, good animation and everything. And yeah. Then I immediately saw the dipping quality and not only animation but also writing. In, like, the second episode, I was like, yeah, this is going to crash and burn towards the end, and everyone's gonna say how bad it went. The thing it will be remembered for most is when, in the dub, they said no cap, mm. and, the fr <laughs> and the friggin' and the neckbeards fucking cried about it. It's like, all right, gotta remember, kids watch anime. More more kids than adults watch anime. Well, okay? it's like... We, we had to speak in their language. Do you really want to go back to the days of like horrible, horrible localizations? It's like I kind of do though. <laughs> I don't. I have no interest in going back. All like right. if we want Devil Man, we'll watch original Devil Man. I love Devil Man. <laughs> Devil Man Apocalypse. <laughs> Devil Man. Can I wear my shoes in here? I don't give a shit. <laughs> That's my favorite. Whoa, dub whoa, whoa you, I, you guys still need to watch fucking uh, Urusei Yatsura, the UK dub. 
Oh, everyone! Hey, that's been trending on Twitter. I know lately. it has, and I, 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 and I was pissed laugh. off yeah. because I was talking about that for ages, and no one cared. You were, yeah. Val has talked about this thing for ages. He told me about. I knew about this. It was started trending on Twitter. Oh, that's the thing Val talks about before it was popular. Okay, so we don't, we, we really don't. Get, so because we're all misogynists, we don't care about best girl. I care. It's Toru Honda. I just Stina. didn't watch many romances this year. Yeah. Um, so I picked Toru Honda because I'm familiar with her and I vibe with her super hard. So Good argument. Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> okay, though, this is where things get really like... I think you would both actually love the women of uh, Jujutsu Kaisen the way they're written. I think I would too. Unfortunately, I don't have the time. And also, it's a I joke. Have a grudge mm. match with hosts. Yeah, exactly. So. We, we 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 like we like pissing hosts off and not watching Jujutsu Kaisen. It's it's too fun. There's more value in not watching than watching at this point because we're 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 very committed to a bit. Host, if you're listening, we we care about you very much. Host, we don't love panic. you. That, that, that's <laughs> that's the reason why we love you so much. That's yeah. why we don't watch it because it's. This funny. is how we express affection for you. Um, so best protagonist. God damn it. Here we go. We have Eren Yega from Attack on Titan. We have Yuji Itadore from uh, Jujutsu Kaisen. This is actually a really stacked list. We have Joe from Megalobox 2 Nomad. I want to give a special shout out to Megalobox 2. Uh, anyone who's watched Saturday Jump knows I hate the first Megalobox. you think that would be my style. But as I said, it looks good as a wallpaper. It does not look good in motion. Whenever it's in motion, it just copy and paste Hajime no Ippo. Ah, uh, the story's very boring. Joe lacks, like, any charisma. The whole story of the first season of Megalobox is Joe gets the shit beat out of him, uh, then he smiles, and then he wins the fight. Rinse and repeat, there's a dead dog in the street. It's a metaphor for his personal value. Watch Megalobox Abridged if you want my full-on feelings <laughs> on that. Um, but Megalobox 2 Nomad, completely different show completely different it's anthological as two distinct stories the first is joe uh serving as a um corner man for an immigrant boxer which again when japan wants to talk about things frankly they do such a great job um but yeah uh joe dealing with addiction um getting back on his feet reckoning with his past part two he gets back in the ring he fights basically a guy who's attached to a very like a evil corporation that's using military technology and advertising it through boxing it, there, there's a lot more going on in season two and it's so good it's it's better animated too mm. but more importantly the story like it could be shit it could still be that shitty animation but the story is so much more compelling it is definitely a must watch uh, that being said, is Joe getting best protagonist? No. <laughs> because Boji is on the list again. Hell yeah, he is. But so is Onakawa. And I, Hoto from One Direct Priority. Guess what? I'm going to flip the page here. I, this is the award I want to give to Onakawa. Hmm. Because, as we've complained before, on this show, if I have a nitpick about Ranking of Kings, Boji is best boy. He's incredible. But right? he gets overshadowed a lot yeah. by his cast. Because there's so many flashbacks and so many characters we need to learn about. Speaking of which, this week, there was a really, like, out-of-context moment. Like, they, they, they just gave this random sense of context. Yeah. In the opening of this week's like, episode. why is this here? I, I'm happy to have it, but why is it here? It just feels so random and jarring. And I'm like, don't do mm. this now. Like, this show has been perfect. I know. This is what I complain about. This is what I complain about. I said, there's... There's too many flashbacks mm. and, too, and too much context that's being willingly withheld from us for no reason other than, okay, now we can reveal it. It's, and now it's starting to get very janky. 
it's 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 rooting the flow but mm. staying on topic I, I was gonna say i i really closely analyzed the intros and everything for ranking kings because i yes. love it so much mm-hmm. and i was literally sat there for the past couple weeks thinking now why would my boy be standing knee deep in pools of blood and now i know all the enemies he slaughters because he's powerful now. Because <laughs> he's a little badass. But he's a little he doesn't badass have now. to kill them to beat them. No, because he manipulates them in atoms in the air. It's mm-hmm. fucking sick. Uh, but yeah, yeah Bo- Boji is awesome. He's best boy. But Odakawa is a protagonist. Mm. He is a man who drives the story. Odd taxi, taxi. Odd Taxi cannot happen without Odakawa. Ranking of Kings unfortunately can happen without boji mm. if you took yeah, boji absolutely it would be missing something but it could still the story could still move without boji i honestly like daida i really love him like as a character i don't know he's just very complex yes and i think that i could follow him through the story if it were just him and like his dad and all that shit. yeah like, like that, I could do that. It, again because it can function without boyji it yeah. really could but i want to go back but to I'm Atakawa. Still glad he's here <laughs> but Atakawa, it's just he's such a great the man is stone cold he's so mm. compelling and he and he, that man grips your attention from start to finish because the man has seen some shit mm. and, and and the way he interacts with characters like he is the connecting tissue for every character we see in this story. And he strings them on, he pushes everyone forward, and at the end, they're all chasing him. It's it's just incredible. Uh, I And that, that, that's the one that's one of a few I want to concede to Odd Taxi. And again, you guys should be watching Odd Taxi. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's short. I could probably knock it out like this week, honestly. But we should give credit where credit is due. Eden Yega. I don't think we're gonna spoil the ending of the manga just yet, but no. Aaron Yeager is you literally Aaron got Yeager. Seven episodes to go. Mm. He is. If we talk, you just talked about complexity, Stina. Aaron Yeager is complex. He's doing some shit that I. I the, sometimes this Attack on Titan is is where controversy is a good thing. Mm-hmm. Years from now, we will still be debating Aaron Yeager. When, long after the anime's over, when they try to DLC it, because they're gonna they're gonna try to DLC that manga ending. I'm like, cry more, cope more. It ended, all right. Um, but yeah, Aaron Yeager is a protagonist that we will be talking for a long time. Odakawa wins protagonist of the year, but Aaron Yeager is gonna be one of the greatest antagonists of all time. Antagonist, protagonist of all time, because he he because that, that's why because he. Aaron Yeager is a protagonist and an antagonist. Again, Ivan, yes? scroll down to best antagonist. Yes, yeah. He's Good segue. Too? He's, hey. he's both best protagonist and antagonist, and I thought this was so weird. And I'm like, I, I what about you, Val? I, I think we give Aaron Yeager best antagonist, right? Oh, yeah, no, absolutely. Hands down. But let's let's discuss the list. The only nomination that, I, that My Hero Academia got this year. Oh, how the mighty have fallen. Uh, Tomuro Shigaraki got Best Antagonist nomination, which I go, in the manga, not in the anime. I mean, I, 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 this feels like a pity nominee. It feels like a pity <laughs> nomination for My Hero Academia. How sad. Like, how can we not have it on here, but also we have good reason to not have we it We have on good here. reason because anime actually did shit this year. And, yeah. and, and, and My Hero anymore. And Studio Bones needs to under, needs to come to have a come to Jesus moment. Do they want to have anime or do they want to have movies? Because the movie didn't get nominated either, I do not believe. I'm scrolling down now. 
Uh, it probably no. I'm it was sure. not. It, it wasn't even nominated for best movie. Re wow. wow, which is stunning because wow. exactly. I cannot believe because it was a stacked year for movies. Mm. But but we talk about like this is like a freaking like a freaking like um more moral thing. It made a lot of money. The movie made a lot of money, so obviously they're choosing the movies. Mm. Um, but yeah, but let's get back on time. The best antagonist of the year is Studio Bones. The, the list of antagonists is Aaron Yeager, Shigaraki. Yano from Odd Taxi. This is the this is the this is the, the the freestyling porcupine. Can I just say, I'll actually say this right now. He's actually one of the weakest aspects of Odd Taxi for me. I feel like he's a character purely with a gimmick. I agree. I think he's a novelty. Exactly. I like his novelty. Like, basically, he he is the epitome of I need to. I, I think I said this during movie night as well. No, 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 no. My question is, why isn't the mandrel on there? Yes. Okay. So there's right a mandrel. Why isn't there's he there? a mandrel? <laughs> In Odd Taxi, yes, he should have been the freaking uh, antagonist of the year. Hmm. He's voiced by Solid Snake. <laughs> um, he's very complex, like Aaron Yeager. Like he, well, I should say, he's an asshole. He's an abuser and a fucking asshole. Absolutely. But he's so Freak. charismatic, compelling, and he compelling and he forms character. a great relationship with Atakawa. That that mandrel would not be as great without Atakawa. Again, that's why Atakawa is protagonist of the year. He makes every character around him greater. He makes that mandrel so charismatic that in the end, the like the final episode, he starts going nuts and he goes, hey, did you guys forget I'm the bad guy? Mm -hmm. Like he literally says that and I go, I slap myself on the forehead. <laughs> I forgot. I did indeed. I forgot he's the fucking bad guy. <laughs> he's so charismatic. Yeah, he should be on there. But I want to go back to Yano. Uh, he's a freestyling porcupine Cena. He would mm -hmm. fucking love him. Would I? But he's the epitome of... Okay, again, I'm writing this script and I'm trying to pitch to Hollywood. I, I I forgot to characterize this guy's dialogue. How do I give him a quirk in his dialogue where if I see him in a script, people will know who he is? Make him a freestyle rapper. Oh, fuck. It's, I like him. Yeah, Stina, I pick Stina him. you would love him. <laughs> Stina, you would love him. You would adore him. Oh, but precious. yeah, I, I think he's I think he's the most unique antagonist on the list, but he's not the best because that mandrel's the freaking best. Mm. In Hot Taxi, but I will still give to Aaron Yeager. Otherwise, Echidna from ReZero. Do we watch ReZero? I don't watch ReZero. I don't watch ReZero. No. I heard ReZero got really good too. I'm sorry. I'm just I'm just not an Isekai guy. I just I'm not an Isekai guy. I just miss every major trend. Uh... Another one, Adam from Skate the Infinity. That I still want to see. Like I haven't watched it, but that's one that I actually genuinely have been meaning to get to, just because I really loved going to the skate park as a kid and watching all my friends. The skate. only reason I want to, I, I don't want to watch. Okay, I, funny, our, our our dear pals at Funimation, mm. we love you. I don't want to watch the Funimation dub of Skate Infinity. Mm. I want to watch the four kids dub of Skate Infinity. <laughs> This is something that belongs on Fox Kids Saturdays. Oh, I love that. That is that, 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 That's the reason why I refuse to watch this. Because oh. I, I, I have a version of it in my head that's better than the one I will see. Mm. Although I've heard, I've heard there's some lines in there where they went a little bit. And I, I, I basically, the, there was rumblings that there was some improv going on in the booth in mm. that one. And so for that's that, cool. I'm not caught up on the directions, uh, who directed that one, but whoever did... Uh, thank you for allowing just a small piece of four kids to exist. I think even they felt it too. <laughs> that this is something that should that's like 20 years too late. Mm. Um, otherwise, we have Teda Kisaki from Tokyo Revengers. We haven't seen Tokyo Revengers. We should. We're sorry, audience. Uh, but yeah, we agree that Aaron Yeager is the antagonist of the year. Best 
fight scene. Let's read the list before we go nuts. I literally haven't seen any of these fights. Me neither. You yeah, think you think same. me as Shonen Trash would, but we have... Actually, wait. I did see Aaron Yeager versus the Warhammer Titan, and I did... Yeah. Okay, so yeah. Number... So by default. <laughs> Aaron Yeager versus the Warhammer Titan, which I would agree. We have Naruto versus Ishiki from Boruto. I saw a clip of that. That was actually pretty cool. Yuji and Ido versus Hanami from Jujutsu Kaisen. All the Jujutsu Kaisen fans are going to freaking yell at us. <laughs> Nobura and Yuji versus Iso and Keisuzu. Uh, Jujutsu Kaisen again. Elmo versus Toru. Okay, I saw this in Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid S. Mm. Uh, I think this was like what started the season to get people talking. <laughs> I would I would call that a contender. And then Vivi versus Yugo and Fluorite Ice Song, which I have. I don't even know what that oh, is. I've seen this fight. I've seen okay, Fluorite's Ice Song. I've seen this fight. I actually want to watch this anime. Uh, what is it? This is like this might be a Chinese anime. Oh, hmm. it might be. I don't don't quote me on that. Um, but it's a uh, it's basically like a modern freaking uh, Ghost in the Shell. Oh, okay. Robot protagonist, crazy, Cyberpunk? crazy. They basically, someone described it, they said it was almost like the guys who directed um, The Raid. The Raid Redemption, oh, all that. Oh, fuck. Yeah, 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 it's, yeah. It's those kind of fight scenes. Oh, that makes my heart they happy. said they said, they said said the fight scenes go nuts. They said this is a blockbuster anime. I love that. I'm surprised this is not getting nominated for anime of the year, but maybe it's because a lot of people didn't see it. I miss Anime Club. I miss when we did like a little, like when we watched Zatch Bell, for example. I want to do that with Because D&D got in the way. We need, to, we need to find a new night for Anime yeah, Club. Yeah, yes. We need to find a new, and we need Val in Anime Club too. Yeah, Val, you need to come to Anime Club. I mean, I already kind of have my own Anime Club with a friend of mine. It's better than oh, going to hookers, Anime Club Oh, with hookers and strippers and booze, we know. <laughs> Whatever. So the fight of the year is Aaron Yeager versus Warhammer Titan because the staging, I like, from what I did see of these fights, they look great, but it's more than just the fight for me. It's the staging. Mm. Aaron Yeager versus Warhammer Titan is a pop-off that, that is actually the bit that I feel like really reinvigorate. That There's a section of the series of Attack on Titan that I feel like really reinvigorated a lot of shit because it went slow introducing everything in Marley. Yeah, yes, no, when I was reading the, when I was reading the manga, this is what got me back in. This like was a, it was a, it was a breath of fresh, it was a refresh for the series. But again, we go back to the modern epic. This fight is epic. Like these all are great. Maybe, maybe the Vivi fight is anime fight of the year. But Aaron Yeager again with the Warhammer Titan. This is gonna go down as one of the greatest. Of all I time. actually agree with you, by the way. Uh, for a while, I didn't read Attack on Titan. Then I just checked in to see what was going on, and that fight and everything with the staging around it and the events that were going on made me go back and reread the shit that I missed. Yes, because when I talk about staging, I talk about everything that's happening. Mm. I, I, when, I, when I count this fight, I talk about everything that's going on in this fight. The standout moment for me is the, uh, the lieutenant, the one who has the jaw titan that bites things, and that scene where all the um, Paradise Island soldiers are charging him, and he goes, how dare they charge at me? How dare they not be afraid of me? And I'm just like, Attack on Titan has changed so much. As I someone who's only seen season one, do they enslave the Titans now? Like no, they fight the Titans. So okay, so okay, hey, no way, no. Oh, so you said okay. they had the okay. Jaw hey, Titan. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> uh, I do not recommend because we we said that SSSSSSSSSSSS Gridman was a Tokusatsu. I changed my mind. My favorite, my highest recommendation for a modern mech series is Attack on Titan. What? It's Flesh Gundam. Like I know, I know about, I know about Aaron. Yeah. Like I, I, I remember yeah. that shit. So is it like 
So it becomes like, more not like Gundam. Just him and Annie. There's like more people. There's more. Or... There's more. Oh, it becomes God. flesh Gundam. Wow. And then, that and, sounds and, so good. And then, and, and, so and, no, and that's the thing that I remarked on when we were uh, when it premiered. I think we we covered a couple episodes ago mm. when it came out. I said the fight with 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 um, Mappa in charge. These fights have never felt more like mech fights. Mm. Like the way they they position the camera inside the titans mm. the way they're connected to the titans now and the way they move inside it feels like a mech it feels like they are attached like a mech cockpit now this feels like homework it feels like i'm gonna understand this genre so yeah well. i i i i, I <laughs> un, 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 i i i consider attack on titan a mech series Fuck. i really do <laughs> i really do and i think it's incredible i'm not gonna elaborate on it but do you know about the titan bread theory to tell me, because I might know. Oh, okay, okay. The, the theory was that the Titans are made of bread or yeast or something. <laughs> because because, because of the way that, like, when they expand and everything, like, when Eren turns into a Titan, when anyone turns into a Titan. Shut the like fuck that, up. They are, they, are, they are covered in heat. And it was the idea That's that apparently stupid. something about, like, that was, like, an early theory, I believe. Okay, hold me to, hold, hold me to this audience. We are making a... I was trying to make a pun on mech anime with baking, but I can't think of anything right now. Let's make a baking mech series. Val, <laughs> let's write, let's co-write. You, me, Stina. Oh my god. Let's co-write a mech series I'm all right with, with food that. and baking. This sounds like a shoujo mech Culinary, over. a culinary <laughs> mech series. Let's do it. We have artists. We can, we can, we can hire someone. <laughs> Ivan, I'm already great. down for this. I'm, 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 I'm actually to it. Hold, audience, tag us every day on Twitter <laughs> and ask where the culinary mech series is. The we gotta think of They'll a name a for it though. They'll have a big ass oven in their chest. Fuck, man. Something. Like, but no, but I, no, I like yeah, Val's. We'll no, I like Val's theory about the, the heat with the yeast. Yeah. <laughs> I. I, <laughs> I didn't I make this theory. Big, this like, isn't Val's bread. Bread on. This isn't Val's thing. Well, too bad we're, we're stealing it. Real. We're stealing it though. That's fucking sick. Shall we? Shall, but I think I think uh, we should move on to best director because we we only yeah, have yeah, like yeah, two. Yeah, yeah. Because we're gonna get, we're gonna song. have a whole episode dedicated to us writing our own mech series. Yeah. Um, best director. This is a tough one. Yuchiro Hayashi, Attack on Titan Final Season Part 1. Yikes, man. Uh, I want to give to him. But then you have Sung Hoo Park on Jujutsu Kaisen Core 2. In terms of Shonen Trash, it's the best. It's the it's the top of the trash heap, baby. Um, Yo Moriyama, Megalobox Nomad. I do believe a woman directed this, if I'm being correct. Don't quote me on it. Either, either she wrote or she directed or both. That's tough because that's a unisex name. <laughs> Let's look it up. Yeah. I, I know I know there was at least a woman in the writer's room. Yeah, it's but we'll, we'll, let's keep it going here. But otherwise, Baku Kinoshida on Odd Taxi, Shingo Natsuman Sunny Boy, and Shin Yakabayashi in uh, Wonder Egg Priority. I also want to give to Odd Taxi. I, I feel as though Odd Taxi wasn't that interesting in terms of its direction. The only bits that have really stood out to me are the moments where uh, Odokawa was talking about his trauma. Those are the only bits. But that, that that's writing. But oh like, no, no, that was some good direction. Ah, uh, yeah, it's tough, man. Because Odd Taxi looks really great, but <laughs> was it really that compellingly? I'm trying to like. It, it, it's been forever since I watched it, and I'm trying. Like, I'm going to my head. I'm trying to figure out the framing. Oh, I really like the way the the taxi scenes are staged, though. Cause you cause you think it would be a lot of shot reverse shot, but it's actually really good. I I wish I'd rewatched this beforehand, cause I would love to go into detail about how the the, the way the taxi scenes are shot. 
always stood out to me in my head, but I can't I'm legitimately can't happy, it. though. I just, I just want to mm. say, I am legitimately happy that Odd Taxi has shown up as much as it has in this list. Yeah, but, maybe, but it not, if we don't give to Odd Taxi, because Ranking of Kings isn't on here either, so let's be fair and nice. Let's not give something to just Ranking Kings Odd Taxi. What would we say is best director on this list? I might have to go to Jujutsu Kaisen for what I've seen of it. I would concede. I would concede to Jujutsu Kaisen. I, I, I would rather give it to. Us. No, I'm giving it to Sunny Boy. From hmm. what anything. You watched one episode. I watched one episode, but Which I've also says seen, a lot. But I've seen other scenes. I know the 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 music direction, <laughs> all all those all those parts for director. I'm giving the Shino Natsumi because he's a fucking legend. Hmm. I'm, I'm giving him a legacy award. I'm giving I'm giving the award, <laughs> I'm giving the Leo DiCaprio award. The it's goddamn about time award. What about best animation? Then? Okay, best animation. Let's go through the list. Demon Slayer, the Mugen Train arc, Jujutsu Kaisen, Core Two, Mish Kobayashi's Dragon Maid S, Mushoku Tensei, Vivi, and Wonder Egg Priority. I'm giving it to Mushoku Tensei. I didn't watch it. How is that? I hear the Jobless Reincarnation. Okay, it's about a guy who gets reincarnated into a magical world, so it's an isekai. This is a good isekai. This I is actually. I guess a... you don't mind them. Wow, a good isekai from from Ivan Leroy. Whoa, because no, 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 here's why. No, 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 here's why. It's not. It's not. No, 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 no. What I'm saying is, Ivan fucking hates isekais. Yeah, and I've never me... met someone with so much resentment for a single genre. If he says this is a good isekai, that's an oxymoron. And I will watch it. No, here's you know here's the thing. It's a decent isekai. Mm -hmm. It's a better fantasy. We talk about how there's no proper romance in anime anymore. Mm -hmm. There's no proper fantasy. That's true. In anime anymore. It's not even. Yeah. It actually, it's technically not even an isekai, except for the fact that the character is like aware. Yeah, it's still an, it's still an isekai, but it's more it's it's a fantasy first. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I only know like a bit about the show, and it sounds somewhat. Interesting. It's beautiful. Val, it is every facet of the show is beautiful, except for some of the quirks of the protagonist that I really don't like, and, and, and it really turned me off. I actually have not finished Core Two because mm -hmm. the perviness of that character about... went like dialed to eleven. It was pissing me off. This is far too. Horny. Is it when he's talking about the fact that he's like, "Yo, my mom's kind of hot in this world." Uh, why, that's why, funny. Why that's age her? appropriate to an extent because he's a forty-year-old mm -hmm. in his mind. But there, no, it gets worse in Core 2, though, with other characters, mm. and I don't like it. But I will get back to it, because it's fucking incredible. It's kind of like, even though I like Seven Deadly Sins somewhat, like, the main character, uh, the Melodious, uh, pisses me off when the Me Melodious is fucking lazy. His perviness is fucking lazy. It feels like... It is. It feels like they, they, they did it because they felt obligated to, and it's like, you don't even have to feel obligated. That's a horrible thing to do. No one likes that trope. You can drop it. Yeah. Nobody fucking likes it except for fucking horny Japanese kids and fucking neckbeards, all right? Yeah. We've moved on. We've outgrown this. Stop it. Okay. I have to give it to Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid because mm. here's the thing. I don't actually like Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid. But it looks good. Like, at all, but it looks really good, and I have, and I know Kyoto Animation of freaking impeccable. Yeah. And I also think, considering what happened, it's like really amazing. It's incredible. It's so incredible ringing. for them that bring that show back and the Violet Evergarden movie last like year. Like a phoenix. Like a fucking phoenix. Oh my god, they, they never missed, they never phoenix. missed a beat. It's, they, they, the resilience of those people. The skill. I, I just do not like Kobayashi's Dragon Maid. I'm just not a, fa I'm just not a fan of it either, but I, I appreciate it's one, it. It's one of those cutesy shows that I feel like really just appeals to the uh, I don't know. 
piss ants uh to an extent i don't think so i think the piss fans have now moved on to nagatoro and shit i feel i feel like the genre has gotten even trashier what, what is wrong with cute anime well, that's what i'm saying is that i can i think i think like, like the, the shitty abusive love interest was a offshoot of the cutesy oh. and they and, and all the shitty people moved along with you're it. talking like in clanid they like, migrated the worst they might they all migrated mm. I do I do not like the main dragon girl for shit like you know trying to give Kobayashi fucking magical love potions that will make her fall in love with her against her will and shit. That's irresponsible. I really yeah. don't like her. That's not consent. That's the one spell I won't cast. I, what, what else do I like? I don't like the horny child for the other child dragon. Uh -oh. Yeah, that shit. I hate her. I really don't like that. Uh, I don't like. I don't her. like how the I don't like how the dragon child's designed. That thing's a fucking PR nightmare. Uh, what, what, what else is there? God. There's just lots of things I don't like about it. Degenerates was the word I was looking at. Uh, degenerates was what I was doing. And no, the degenerates have moved on with, what is it? My dress up, darling. Oh, yeah. yeah oh. Fucking Rel this morning. Oh, we'll see, we'll see you at a bridge of that very soon. <laughs> I'm I guarantee so excited. It. I guarantee it. But no, let's move on. Jabba's reincarnation. Val, please watch it. Is impeccable. Mm. You oh. love you love D and D. You'll love this. I do love D. I tried playing D and D with people that would Us. guys the other day, and and, and these guys. Good were luck. Okay Good luck. We're incredible. No, I <laughs> I tried playing D and D with strangers, and they were all right, but I just wasn't into it. I was yeah. just like, I Side want... note: We should save this for another podcast. But I played D and D with strangers, and strangers fucking suck at D and D. They they. I'm gonna put a pin in that conversation. We will have that, but I'm sorry, but most D and D players fucking suck at D and D. I'll say I will die on that hill that the Matt Mercer effect is real and it mm. sucks that you guys are on the other side of it because we've got we've got good DMs and good players. It sucks to be you guys. Best character design. This is interesting. We have Tadashi Hiramatsu with Jujutsu Kaisen. I'm sorry, but the manga. I understand that there, 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 there is an argument to be had for adaptational style. The demons look the best in it. Yeah, but for adaptational style, like when, when, when you actually change the manga, even the subtleties when you're trying to be, re, re, remain faithful, I understand, but I don't want Jujutsu Kaisen on this nominee list. Um, we, have, we have Odd Taxi, Ranking of Kings, Skate the Infinity, Vivi and Wonder Egg Priority. This is, I think, where Wonder Egg Priority has a sound argument because that main character, that yellow jacket, forget the deviant, the, 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 the dichromaticism when you have two colored eyes. Mm -hmm. Fuck yes. that deviant art trope, but the yellow parka <laughs> really makes that character stand out. She looks out. like Coraline. Yeah, she, mm. they ripped off Coraline. <laughs> so off never mind, list. disqualified. Uh, I wanna, I wanna give this one to Odd Taxi. <laughs> you don't say. But no, it's ranking, ranking kings. of kings is also, yeah. I want to get the ranking I'm gonna of kings. I'm going to be honest. Look, I, I like our taxi, and you know I like our taxi. But all the designs are things that I could think of. I I could sit there and just go animals. Yeah, it's you just mean. animals. Yes, we can, <laughs> all we, the designs we, are animals. We can all think about animals, but I agree. You know, for I that reason, for that day. reason, that reason alone, anyone can think of animal designs. I can look at Ivan and think monkey in uh, uh, I don't know a uh, hat like that flat cap that you have and your, your, your <laughs> oh your are we gonna make our hat. odd taxi sonas let's oh do it <laughs> let's do it <laughs> everyone commission button right now they don't have enough work to do <laughs> um <laughs> best score Sunny best Boy score isn't Stina. on here Stina would be but that's score there's a difference between score and an soundtrack antelope. <gasps> antelope is soundtrack on here one second let me double check yeah yeah so are, best are score. they not the same thing I I I 
declared that a score and a soundtrack are two different things. Oh, soundtrack is not on this. Wait, wait, so I need to hear this argument though. How are they different things? A score, in my mind, is orchestration. It, it moves with the story. Basically, you sit down in a studio, you watch the footage, and you score the music with it. Mm. Lead motifs, all that jazz. A soundtrack is where you just make a track and then apply it. Hmm. And I say Sunny Boy has the best soundtrack. They have a lot of um, vocal songs in there as well. Mm. That's what I mean. A lot, a lot of, a lot of I pop see. songs and stuff like that. Sure. That sure. soundtrack, hands down, Sunny Boy. Mm. That being said, Sunny Boy also has an incredible score that I would definitely, I, I definitely wish was on the uh, nominees list. Mm. Um, yeah, best, best score. Here's the list. 86, Demon Slayer, Mugen Train, Megalobox 2, uh, Odd Taxi, uh, Vivi, and Wonder Egg Priority. I want to give the Megalobox 2. You know, actually, uh, I've heard some songs from that. In fact, Megalobox didn't have a, the first season didn't have a bad soundtrack. Oh, no, no, bad Megalobox season 2, sorry, the first season of Megalobox, if it had one inarguably great quality about it, its soundtrack mm -hmm. was a soundtrack. banger. Yeah. That soundtrack was awesome. It was. Season two. So I, I can't season two is more understated, and it's still incredible. I only remember one song from Odd Taxi, and that's the. Now all I remember songs. from Odd Taxi is the ED, the ending, which I think has mm. best ending. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Uh, but yeah, let's give it to Megalobox two. Okay, so now best Seiyu, uh, we have Ayane Sakura for Gabby Braun in Attack on Titan, solid. Yuji Kaji for and Yaya. Which I would also agree. Kiyoshi Kobayashi for Daisuke Jigen in Lupin Third Part Six. That's the, I feel like I feel like that is actually if that's if the legacy. So that's right. the Leo DiCaprio award. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I was about to say because they sent him off. They they sent off the original. I'm gonna break my own rule because we have Natsuki Hane for Arakawa. We have Aoi Yuki for Kumoko in um, A Song of Spider. So what? In Isekai, who gives a shit? I heard it was good though, but I don't give a shit because it's Isekai. Uh, Kanata Ikawa for Ioto and Wonder Egg Priority. I have a problem with this list. What's up? Odakawa is on too many of these lists because, quite frankly, there were a lot of really standout performances mm. in Odd Taxi. I would even go as far as to say that the porcupine guy, that I, Yano, that I don't even like, as you know, would be a better fit for best voice actor in Odd Taxi. Well, I mean, this is a bunch of Western weebs that make these nominations, isn't it? So it's Probably. like, it's no surprise that the most memorable characters also are nominated for like the most memorable voice actors. Um, you hear them the most. Because, especially with Japanese, because here's the thing. Tougher job. Our, no, 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 not just that, but like Western audiences, and this is something, like I'll die on this hill. It's, it's my Gotta opinion on the, the subs show. versus dubs debate. We, like, people that say that the subs are better are almost always not native Japanese speakers. Oh, they, oh, they 100% so never. they don't never. know what they're fucking hearing. Yeah, they, they, they don't know if it's a good performance or they not. They 100% don't understand. Exactly. Like, they have no idea if it sounds natural. They have no idea if the intonation is even correct. They have no idea if the enunciation is correct. And I know it's like a harder field to break into in Japan, so overall, all those things are probably there. But it's like, they wouldn't know a good performance from a bad one. They just wouldn't, you know? I mean, unless it's like people that speak it at an advanced level, I really think that in general, like, and this might be a, a hot take, but I think it's a bullshit category for a Western audience to be voting on. Yeah, I, I agree. But that being said, 
major respect to Kiyoshi Kobayashi. My head, I bow my head all the way down. My head, my forehead is touching the table right now, in in just the most like it's not humble He's respect lying to you. Thank you. I did it. Now, now he is. I'm gonna do it. it everyone, listen to me. Hit, bang my head on the desk right now. No, what? No, man, I'm sorry. Stop that. Okay. Stop it. That's gonna be don't a pain in the ass to edit. Well, don't tell them that I'm not doing it. Okay. Okay. It's too late, but... I would actually even say that uh, the mandrel that I previously mentioned... Yeah, no, yeah, so that's what I want to get to. Akio Atsuka, the voice of Solid Snake. That mandrel, he's my Seiyu of the year. Mm. He was really good in that role. I, I seriously loved every bit of him. One of my favorite bits is definitely where he's like, No, I didn't sell that eraser to you. What are you talking about? And then it falls out of the fucking pocket. You're right. Oh, I, that's like I, my I love that him. is actually that was actually like my favorite bit in that in the whole show. Yeah, I want to give Dobu. That's our write-in. That's his name, Dobu. Dobu was his name. Yes, you're right. It was Dobu. Which, ironically, he's now the new voice of Jigen in Lupin the Third. Hmm. That's great. Awesome. That that that's who I would have picked. So now, best English VA, we have Brittany Cox as Fena and Fena Pirate Princess. I heard this Pirate was good. Princess. I was gonna watch this and I, I lost track. I this was on my watch list and I just ran out of time. Oh fuck! I Laura Bailey. See, you know, if they if they were doing these award shows on purpose, uh, sorry, in person, Laura Bailey would automatically win. So mm -hmm. they could pull because because she she's in that area. Can someone tell me what Laura ba what else Laura Bailey has done? Um, she was Trunks in Dragon Ball. She was Shin Chan. I do believe at some point she I heard her in One Piece. Yes. Yeah, Lust yes. in FMA. She was Shin Chan. She was. I'm sure she was in One Piece at some point. She was Sana Karada and Kadocha. Yeah, she's got she's got a hell of a resume. She in was anime. the sweetheart of the early 2000s. She was in fucking everything. Yep. Like she was every pro tag. <clears throat> um, like you'd know her if you heard her voice. Yeah, her and her and her gal Colleen were college roommates, and that's and they, 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 that's how <laughs> they she, that's how she got into Funimation. Like, yo, Colleen. I don't know. By the way, the specific um uh <laughs> improv you're talking about with the Adam character is. What's up, you bitches, bros, and non-binary hoes? Oh, I love it. What the fuck? Yep, that was yeah. that was his. That's that, adorable. That was that was his four kids moment. Gimme, gimme, gimme! I love it. So yeah, David. Oh, David Wall. Okay, I love David. We 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 know David. We know David. We see him every year at Anime Dallas. Hmm. Absolute sweetheart. I love that man. Um, Adam MacArthur for Yuji Itadori. Matt Shipman for Reki Kian, also in Skate Affinity. Uh, Enaris Quinoa's uh, in um. Rika in Wonder Egg Priority. I think it's a foot race between Laura and David. What do you guys think? Hmm. I didn't watch any of the, I didn't watch any dubs this year. That's a tough one. I so there's a biased part of me that wants to say David. <laughs> but also I just know how hard Laura Bailey brings it. Wait, no, I did. They were just old stuff. Again, yeah. David's an improv guy. He tickled that itch I have for that, for four kids. So that right there to me. That, I think that would clinch it. Just because that's an entirely separate skill, but to be able to improv in character rather than just like your normal ass voice, that's pretty fucking cool. The fact that the fact that your director can and trust you voice to do flaps. that. Yes. In in such a people who don't understand voice acting complain about how Funimation's all woke and scripted and and they, they ruin the scripts. They don't realize that the Japanese license holders are very strict. 
They tell them what to write. Yeah, they review this stuff. You know, ever since ghost stories, they've been very wary about dubs in the West, you know? Yeah, people talk about how ghost stories was the greatest dub ever. Well, according to Japan, it's the worst thing ever. And it literally changed. It changed. Uh, it's probably script. why we have such a hard time with it, copyright. It, it changed script writing. Ghost stories created more problems. Like, people have this wonderful story. Ah, oh, God, I sh I wish I had it on me right now. But I would love to link you guys. There's We have some friends who document anime and they have a they there there is more proof that ghost stories was actually a problem like the the, the popular story about ghost stories was the fact that nobody cared that it did yeah. that it did bad in japan At and first. so they so they didn't care what people did with yeah, it that was that's it. actually not the truth really? it actually was very popular in japan hmm. and the company that played with this kind of broke the rules. See, I thought that the manga was very, very popular. The anime was underwhelming when like it came out and people were like, okay, well, the manga's still great, but they were like, we'll sell it's the dub. We'll sell the dub rights cheap because it didn't make much money and we just want to break even is what I heard. It did a lot better than people were saying, but we have some friends who definitely like researched this mm -hmm. and did interviews and they said, no, like, um, was it discotech? I don't want to. I don't want to throw anyone on the bus. Yeah. Don't quote me, guys. I'm it not even going to say. Company, some but time but in the past. but whoever dubbed it, they got they they broke some rules, and that wasn't supposed to happen. And to this day, we are still feeling the fallout of that yep. from Japan. It was. It was ADV. Oh, ADV. All I knew about yep. it was what Greg Ayers said basically about they they were told to do whatever to they were told to do whatever to sell it supposedly. I'm yeah, that gonna... was the published story that was not the actual case. That was No, that's what Greg Ayers said at a convention. Yeah, but like, they yeah, say things. They, Greg says things. I love him. Greg is another guy we see a lot and he says things and we love him. He's funny. He's a funny guy. Scripting is very strict. Mm -hmm. to, to get the chance to improv, that's a testament to your skill and your legacy and your pedigree as a uh, as a voice actor. I want to give it to David Wald. Yeah, that's pretty fucking cool. I like it. He made an iconic moment. Best OP is bullshit because Ranking of Kings is not in this Yeah, category. Ranking of Kings Core 2, well, that's technically next year. Oh, yeah. So we'll be okay, back. We'll okay. be back. We'll be back for Ranking of Two. Ranking of Kings OP2. I will tame my tongue. This is fine then. Shit. If they even nominate because at the beginning of the year so people forget about it. I, I did not watch any of these in dub so I I don't know. I have... I have... Well, this, well, this isn't dub. These are just the openings now. Yeah, just OP. Oh, well, on openings. Yeah, then, uh, yeah we're I... giving David Wald the best performance. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but oh, yeah. Fair enough. Uh, best opening. Uh, my War from Attack on Titan. That's a sick opening. Mm. Um, Beastars. Didn't watch it. I watched the oh, first wait, season. Oh wait, wait, wait! It's not the first season. Not the first. So, no, no, no. Yeah, the, so the first, the first season OP is fucking lit. <laughs> I, I don't know about season I two. I love that. It's good. It's good. It's actually a really good song. Really catchy. Uh, the visuals are cool, but it's not nearly as memorable, in my opinion, as the first OP. Jujutsu Kaisen. I didn't see its second opening. No, me I don't neither. Think. Uh, I might have to go with Odd Taxi, actually. Odd Taxi? I'm going to go with Odd Taxi. Skirt and Pun P. I, I, I agree with this. Otherwise, Cry Baby for Tokyo Revengers. I, I'm going to give it to Odd Taxi. Best yeah. Ending sequence. But the end, I like the ending better. But yeah, let's go to ending now, which this is where it, Odd Taxi didn't get nominated for fucking the best ED. That's a crime. That ED is incredible. <laughs> but let's look at what is there. Uh, Shogeki for Attack on Titan, also great. Uh, Yasashi Susi, uh, Yaosobi for Beastars. Uh, Shirogani Lisa for, um, Demon Slayer. 
Nainai Riona for Shadow's House, Infinity Yuri for Skin Infinity, and Gambare uh, for Watashi in Soma Spider So What. I will actually have to say Beastars as ED this year or last year was really good, really beautiful. It goes to Beastars for me. You should actually. I would take. I will ED. take your word. My personally, it's Odd Taxi, but I will take your word for this. <laughs> Wasn't a taxi just uh, a car with different colors? And stuff. Yeah, and but it's the song. Off. It was the song. Oh no, man. it's a good song. I remember the song. But it yeah, but no, song. but yeah, let's take let's take visuals into account as well. And yes, yes, hmm. B Star season two ZD. But now, I, seriously, I will send you the link to it, and uh, you can tell me how nice it looks and sounds like. Okay, after. here's the list. It's obvious what we're giving this to, but best action: Attack on Titan, Demon Slayer Mugen Train, Jujutsu Kaisen, SSSSSSSSS Dynazaman, Vivi. Wonder Egg priority. We gotta give the Demon Slayer, right? I I trust Demon Slayer. Like I don't. Even watch though Demon it's Slayer. technically a movie, and this is horseshit. Oh wait, yeah. Wait, wait, but I'll say this. I'll say. Wait, no, I'm not gonna vote for Demon Slayer then because that movie looks exactly like the anime. Mm. Exactly. That, that that was my criticism of the movie. Anything we saw in the movie was no, nothing they couldn't already do in the anime. Except, except for two. There was two key Sakuga moments, but otherwise, anything that they did in the movie. Could have been done in the anime, and I and and well, apparently behold, at the they very just least, made the anime afterwards. they actually they did it from a different perspective that was not done in the manga. True. Yeah, they yeah, did it. They did it as let's another character's journey. Basically, uh, yeah, it might go to Jujutsu. Actually, I don't know. Maybe it will. I wouldn't know. Jujutsu. I don't watch Porto. a lot of action, so I have no clue. I, I gotta get over the fact that this isn't this isn't our personal opinions even at times. This is just what we think will win sometimes. Now this is where things get fucked again, where things start doubling up. Best comedy. This is the, probably the worst list of nominees I've ever fucking seen. Don't toy with me, Miss Nagataro. Heaven's Design Team. Komi can't communicate. Life lessons with Romichi Onisan. Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid S and Odd Taxi. But Odd Taxi's also nominated for Best Drama. What the hell? This is this is like the Golden Globes all over again. What do we do here? I would have to say Odd Taxi. Odd Taxi made me laugh my freaking ass off with the bit that I mentioned earlier. Where yeah. it turns out that that uh, uh, Dobu swindled that guy like when he was a child on eBay or oh, something. Oh yeah, with the, with the eraser. That's a great moment. That That's a Shane Black moment. That was the biggest payoff. In that anime There's literally an episode dedicated to comedians as well. I don't know, man. Yeah. This, I, it, it was more of a drama to me. I don't get this. Uh, but we'll give it a taxi. Why not? Mm. <laughs> Why not? We didn't see any. Otherwise, best drama. 86. Fruits Basket. Kageki Shoujo. Odd Taxi. Two Year Eternity. And Wonder Egg Priority. I'm giving it to Odd Taxi again. It's not even close. I'm confused how Fruba on, ended up on this list. Did it get darker or something? Like... Fruba? Oh, Fruits Basket. That's your, that's well, your fruits yeah. fandom well, it's a drama. Name, it's just it? a drama. I feel, I never saw it as a drama. I exclusively saw it as a romance. But... Well, romance is dramatic. You, you, there's I only. But, 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 didn't the original Fruits Basket not actually finish the story and that's why they're redoing it? it that's correct. So it, it, uh. That is dramatic. They ran out of budget, uh, before they got to the end of the manga. So when it came back, that's why everyone was so psyched because there were like whole arcs that we never got to see, characters we never got to meet on screen. Mm -hmm. So it was kind of a game changer. Fair, but I actually think it'll go to Kageki Shoujo because I hear good things about it. I actually auditioned for it, but didn't get a role. Aw, 
I want to say I That's would vote the drum for it here. for best romance, but also it sounds like this uh, Horimiya one might be really good. I don't know, man. But yeah, so best romance, we have Beastars, Fruit it is Basket, Beastars. Don't Toy With Me, Miss Nagatoro, get the fuck out of here, Horimiya, Komi Can't Communicate, and The Duke of Death and His Maid. <laughs> I would concede, even though I don't give a damn about Beastars, I would concede to Beastars from what I've heard of it. Is it a romance? I, I will say this right now as someone who's read the entire manga. I didn't actually watch all of the second season. I got a little bit in there. The romance of the story really takes a backseat, mm -hmm. and I actually feel bad for the rabbit character because in the manga, she gets shafted and ignored for the longest fucking time. She kind of just becomes a prize for Lugosi to have when all of the bullshit is done, in my opinion. So you're saying give it to Horamiya then? Honestly, yeah, probably. Okay, we're almost at the end here, and we're we running. Yeah, and we're running low on time here. We're already like way past time here. Oh shit! Oh yeah, best fantasy. This is the <laughs> difficult one. We have jobless reincarnation, ranking of kings. That time I got reincarnated as a slime season two. The case study of Vanitas. To your eternity, Wonder Egg priority. I gotta see this fucking show. It got nominated for everything. I think this Wonder Egg was the fat anime of the year. I would about I, I the first half for of a last bit. Year. For a yeah. Until yeah. it fell apart, it, it ruined everything in the end. Uh, uh, I I mean, it's easy to give it to Ranking of Kings. Do we give it to Ranking of Kings just because we love it? I so would much? say so. I, I haven't would. watched Mushoku Tensei, <laughs> but I trust you that it's probably a really good fantasy. I do need I'm to see that interested one. in it. It's like I don't I, I don't mind if a character is a pervert if. I'm entertained by other things throughout the thing. I might torture myself and watch all the winners this year if they're not already on my list, but we'll fucking see. Just because I'm tired of missing the boat on literally everything. Mm. <laughs> okay. I'm so behind. But otherwise, are the, fina the, 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 the last nomination... Man, a lot of films this year and a lot that didn't even get nominated. We have Belle, Evangelion, Thrice Upon a Time, Demon Slayer, Mugen Train, Josie, the tiger and the fish. Shirobako, the movie. I can't believe that got nominated. I didn't um, see any. I'm, of I'm these. assuming Crunchyroll produced it, guys. I don't know why it's doing it on there. Uh, words bubble up like soda pop. Um, I think that's the only one that's on my watch list from that list. Uh, I I have to give it to Evangelion. Did you? What did you think of Evangelion? I didn't watch it because I'm I'm kind of like, I still haven't even finished the original. We talked about this on Saturday <laughs> Jump. Uh, I find that Evangelion was, it's it spoke a lot about itself. Like it's a very narcissistic film, but I really love it. It, it slaps so hard. It finally gave you some answers, mm. in a way. I mean, it left a lot of questions still, as Evangelion likes to do. But it's just, it, I love it because, although End of Eva, is iconic. I can see that it's very iconic. I actually do not like End of Evangelion. I find it to be a very mythanthropic film. I think mm -hmm. a lot of things are probably, I think they were problematic then. I think they're even more problematic now. <laughs> a lot of things going on in that film. As time passes, I, I hate End of Eva more. And I like how Evangelion Threats of Time fixes it. Mm. I, the things that I've heard about the End of Eva have made me vow that I won't watch it. <laughs> like I watched the first it's five what turned six me off. episodes and then I, I, like it got spoiled for me in some Anitube video and I was like hard pass super hard pass that's what me. kept me away from the original end of Eva is what kept me away from the original Evangelion I mm. only knew the rebuild series so go figure I like the finale of the rebuild movies I know I know the rebuilds are very controversial 
I know a lot of people have a lot of problems with them. I love the rebuilds. I stayed away from the original a lot because of End of Eva, but when this came out, it got me to watch the original again. And watching the whole original, then watching the ending, I think they go hand in hand so fucking well with each other. I love it. I freaking love it. Um, but that being said, I can't speak on Bell because Bell's not accessible to us. Only our only our, our SoCal friends got to see Bell. It looks so pretty though. Look at that. I actually saw a poster of Bell on my way from work the other day, on my last day of work, just yesterday. Uh yeah, I finished the laboring job. Finished the job. Apparently it was so good that uh, the landowners or the building owners were like just super pleased, gonna call us back and they I'll gave you the rest. building. Oh, congrats. <laughs> I deserve that. See, now, building. now you live here. You're a landowner now. Congratulations, Val. He is a landowner though. He owns land. <laughs> I do. Oh fuck. Technically. He's a lord. I'm technically a lord, yeah. It, it's some stupid stuff. He's sky. technically a lord. I own like I, I own like, I don't know, two square foot of land. Or something like that. Two square Wait, no, 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 no. I own two sections of like five square foot of land. That counts. Yeah, so okay. like ten square foot. Anyway, anyway, but point no, is, I'm point just, is. I'm looking at the poster for Belle right now, and I am just a slut for a pink and blue color palette. It's a Bombaro Hosoda film. It can't Ugh. be bad. So it's obviously going to win. It's but beautiful. but then we have Demon Slayer Mugen Train. I should have gone to that screening at the I feel place. like he's really drawing from fucking, what is it? He's drawing from like Digimon. Summer Wars. Summer Wars. Uh. Because I, he's I know obsessed that, with this palette. Oh yeah, he, he's obsessed with that goddamn concept of there being like an online world and shit. I hope he finally puts it to bed here. But um, otherwise, Demon Slayer, you've heard my complaints on Saturday Jump about the Mugen Train. Uh, it's paced like a string of episodes. There's a lot of dead space. There's a lot of repetition. It's very annoying. They could cut 40 minutes off that film, <laughs> and they should have. I felt that exact same way when I was watching Lupin the Third Nostradamus film the other night. Yeah, but that being said, Demon Slayer Mugen Train's best moments are iconic. Going back to how we didn't give Attack on Titan certain awards for the year, but we're talking about all time. Mm. And I think Mugen Train has some all time great moments in it. I'm still surprised they aren't turning the Attack on Titan finale into a movie. Oh, give it time, Val. Val, give it time. They'll do it. Um, but no, I, yeah. I, I've literally not seen a single thing on this list. But yeah, as I say, I feel yeah. like I feel like you guys aren't prepared for this list. Otherwise, no. I've seen Demon Slayer, I've seen Evangelion. I would have saw Bell if it was showing, but this is the one where they didn't get because I've been I've been getting press tickets for anime films. <laughs> they, I'm considered an influencer now. It's great, but hey. um, but they had no Bell showings in my state in my entire well, probably somewhere <laughs> in my state, but nowhere I was near enough to get a press ticket for. So. Mm. Unfortunately, didn't get to fucking see Bell, so I'll have to wait for that one or pirate it because who knows? Because they don't make these things available. So many anime films out this year. I'm hoping they continue to mainstream it some more because I would like to see them. I would like to see all of these. Otherwise, you know, you know where we'll see these on? We'll see these on HBO. Yeah. HBO takes anime seriously. Unless Disney's gonna start does. buying licenses. I, I, I'm looking forward to seeing the Jujutsu Kaisen film because I am gonna finish the anime or at least read mm. up to a certain point in the manga before. I can't. It comes out. I can't wait to see it because I know it's based on the pilot for Jujutsu Kaisen. Mm -hmm. So it has oh, yeah, nothing. Yeah. So it has nothing to do with it. So I can't wait to watch that, but not yeah. actually watch the main series. <laughs> But my issue with the movie is that I feel like it looks as though it has the same thing as Demon Slayer Mugen Train, where it, it doesn't look like anything that I couldn't have seen just animated in the series. Right. And I feel like a lot of series-based movies are going to go that way. Yep, I agree. But we should also... I should, I should also, because I'm the only one who saw it, because I'm the only one who got a free ticket for it. <laughs> uh, my Hero Academia World Heroes Mission. 
Um, the animation in that is insane. We talk about things you can't do on a TV anime budget. Here, World Heroes Mission did it. Mm. There is some insane storyboarding and set pieces and choreography. I, I'm like, wow, beautiful film. Story stupid as hell. <laughs> but I would like to, I would like to nominate it, but I don't want to give it the award because it killed season five, and that's a crime mm. that has not been punished enough <laughs> there hasn't been enough punishment for that uh, but yeah we are well past our time Oops. so uh, we will chamber the My Hero Academia discussion for next week we'll, we'll, oh, okay. we'll, we'll have two chapters and vigilantes next week we'll have a lot of talk, My Hero I was ready to talk week. about this one because I actually found it interesting exactly so I feel like we should give My Hero some due time next week like nothing's happening, but I was like, okay, we're talking about shit. Like, yeah, some shit, shit that should have happened ages ago happened. I'm very happy with it, but mm -hmm. put a pin in it. We'll see y'all next week. Um, Stina, I threw the handcuffs out the window, so you do have to leave this time. No, this is bullshit. <sighs> okay, well, bye, I guess. I'm surprised you didn't put up much of a fight this time. Look, she's we're all quietly exiting the train right yes, now. Yes, I gotta go. Sad. I'm sad. What a downer of an ending! <laughs> we get, we're exiting the platform. Get on the train. I'm I'm wait. I'm holding I'm holding Ivan's hand as we wave Steena off. Bye, Steena. Bye, Steena. You have to, you have to leave the audience. Okay, I'll miss you guys. He's mine now. Oh my god, I'm gonna fucking freak out. Mind the gap as you exit our podcast safely. Rebuild of Joycast is hosted by Ivan Leroy and Valentine Stokes. Leroy's written and directed works can be found on the Joyride Entertainment YouTube channel and the soon-to-be-released original web manga, Paramedic. Val's dulcet tones can be heard in many of your favorite anime and web series, such as Ruby, Death Battle, Tribe 9, Lackadaisy Cats, and more. This episode was edited by Stina Carey, with YouTube version edited by Cody Rock. Music provided by Lo-Fi Geek. Intro and outro narration by Stina Carey. Outro music composed by Michael Payovich. Logo and visuals designed by Ivan Leroy. Rebuild of Joycast is produced by Joyride Entertainment and Rock Voice Productions, LLC. And made possible thanks to Patreon donations from generous listeners like you. This month's highest tiered Patreon producers are Mr. Host, Austin, Jairo Medina, and Gooner Bear. If you would like your name shouted out at the end of each podcast, an invite to our private Discord to interact with fans, cast, and crew, or early access to all of our content, be sure to check out Joyride Entertainment's Patreon. Links provided in the description. Thank you for keeping Joyride's engine burning.